0: All right, welcome back to part two of our filming today. We've got a few that we're going to get recorded and scheduled today through the end of the year. And really, this is kind of something I'm very passionate about with my people that work with me. Because a lot of them are in their 20s, mid to early 20s. Correct. Or even kind of, you know, we'll be 37 this year, kind of that age group. And I think something we look at as the as this baby boomer generation kind of retires. And then look at, that was more y'all's generation, how y'all did things. of. You really worked somewhere and stayed the course, like you kind of chose a career path, right? Right. So I can go back to you, 42 years ago, thinking, like, for you choosing Mary Kay, wasn't this? I'll just try it and it will work. I'll go do something else. I imagine it was like this decision, like this is what I'm gonna do with my life, Mm
1: -hmm. my professional life. That's interesting. Yes.
0: We don't do that anymore.
1: Right. And I
0: think one of the women that one of your one of your sales director we talked to just talked about this ability to eject because mm-hmm. ejecting is easier mm-hmm. it's ejecting when i mean it's easier to let your kids watch screens right? right instead of do the hard work it's easier in a marriage to either shell yourself or get out i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: either being a loveless marriage or divorced marriage or just i'm not working on that because it's hard professionally i don't like this boss i don't like this person i'm out of here
1: right. and
0: now we've got instagram and all these people saying it could be better you could do but the reality is if you look at it And the most successful people are the people that stayed. Of course. You just handed me a book called Resilient by John Eldridge. I think Mm -hmm. it's his new one. Mm -hmm. I haven't read that, but that's what we're getting to, right? When you look back on your life, right? You Mm -hmm. have the ability now to look back on your career. Mm -hmm. And you look, I mean, you know what? Your life is not near as rich if you quit. Right. So, talk not necessarily just about profession, but just about what do you think about today's culture and people when it's just this ability to eject or crat right. or…
1: And because we're doing this, you know, just off the cuff, I would have to process for just a second because…
0: I know sing? how I
1: feel about it. I'd love to sing.
0: Oh, I'll sing when you process. I <laughs> no, God bless you, Yeah. Okay. I, like
1: I won't that. be able to process with you doing okay. that, but <laughs> Well, it's good to um, because anything I say about this Tanner could be taken judgmentally. Good. Or like I'm being, you know. Um,
0: Good. They can cancel. That like criticizing. Me. They can cancel you.
1: They can cancel me for sure. They can. But here's the thing. You don't
0: like thing. what she says? Turn it off. We don't care. I
1: never consider. There were three times in a 43 year period that I seriously thought about. Stepping away. Is one of them today. <laughs> no, no.
0: Oh, you're so close. Hang yeah. in there. <laughs> I, know, I know,
1: I got, I got four more weeks. Um, but mm. stepping away to do something else, okay? Because i would had the opportunity to do something else. And so what it did was it forced me, I could say aloud, but that wouldn't be, it forced me to sit down and look at pro, to pro con pro, my Mary Kay or that. I can honestly tell you that I never, once I became a sales director, once I stepped into leadership with Mary Kay, I, I rarely thought, in fact, I don't even think I ever thought the thought, I'm quitting. I did think the thought in all transparency and honesty, okay, what if I took the skill set that I've learned in Mary Kay and went this other direction? And so, and I, I don't know that that's unhealthy to, to evaluate at seasons of your life and say, okay, this is, this is causing me lots of angst that I don't seem to be able to work through. Or this, I continue to tell myself I'm going to do something and I don't do it, which reminds me of something on procrastination. I'll tell you in a minute. It, you know, so I feel like those are not unhealthy conversations with yourself or with a trusted mentor or with God's Word to really look and say. Because to me, there's, it's not, there's nothing wrong to change courses if that's what you feel like you need to do. You know, to, but to quit just because today was hard or to stop because you haven't met a goal or met a income level by the time you thought you would when the truth of the matter is you haven't done the work you needed to do to get to there. To me, that's different than, you know, and it, it is interesting to me, your generation of how easily they bail on people that invested in them and trusted them and trained them and, you know, and We ready. bail on anything. You know, and so that, that's a, but I also know that, I mean, I've had people leave my organization, Mary Kay, and I knew with, without a doubt it was the best thing for them. They, I, you know, but it wasn't a knee jerk reaction. Of today wasn't a good day, so I mean, they prayed through, they processed through. It. For me, well, I don't think that would be ejecting. No, ejecting is like, you know, I'm out of here because you were rude, or I'm out of here because one day didn't work, or I'm out of here because, because here's the thing for me, the, I'd love to say that it's because of the awesome Mary Kay marketing plan and, and you know, all the things and all of that contributed, yes. But the reason I didn't quit, this is interesting, I haven't thought this out right now, is because nothing else looked better to me than what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So it was worth the work I was doing um, for the way I'm wired and for my goals in life and for wanting to feel like I had a track to run on, a lane to run in, if you would, but I still had total control over my schedule. And that's that's the thing. So yeah. I remember there was a season in Mary and I, I was making okay money. It wasn't great. But there was a bank in town and they called. The You know, my dad, your granddad, had them call me because he didn't think what I was doing mm-hmm. was, he thought it was ridiculous for a while. He changed his mind. but, So they had them call me and they gave me this big idea. It was going to be public relations. You'd be so good, Jeff. Public relations for this bank. And so at first you're like, and they're going to pay me like, 25000 more a year than I was currently making, and benefits. hmm Okay? So you look at that and you go, okay, y'all were little, um, I said, and at first I thought, like, well, that, you know, that's nice. Can I ask you for more questions? Sure. What time do I need to be there every day? Mm-hmm. 7.45 or 8. And when you say ribbon cuttings, when are those, like, I was going to be the at ribbon cuttings, I was going to be the PR person, well, those would be evening. Yeah. And so when I really, I thought, I said, thank you, I'm honored. I, I'm not even, I can tell you right now, I'm not even going to think it passed because I knew that I did not want a job that took, if I worked an evening with Mary Kay, I had total control over what you guys were going to do, where I was going to be, what I was, was going to do, and I had the freedom to cancel that if somebody got sick. I remember, I've told this story a long time, but I don't, won't tell the whole thing now because it's too long, but I remember I had a big, big Mary Kay event planned, and you were four. I remember, like it was yesterday, and Dad was gone, and you were super sick, and I picked you up from Mother's Day out, and you were sick. And Sunshine School? Sunshine School. Nice. And you were sick, and I, I thought, no. and you were throwing up sick. That's not something you leave with a grandmother or a babysitter or anything, but I had the freedom to call and say, y'all, I'm so sorry. I got a sick kid. Mm -hmm. Can we can we rearrange? And it really was an inconvenience for them to rearrange because they had all kind of gotten off work. It was a bunch of nurses. So but because of our marketing plan, I was able to call one of my other Mary Kay friends and go, Hey, can you do this (laughs) event tonight? Because I but I could choose now if I'd worked for that bank and I was supposed to be at McDonald's ribbon cutting or whatever, that would have been hard. Yeah. And so that's where I feel like that if anybody will just stop and weigh what well, I thought, you know what, I, I've invested time and money into this, and I'm on my way, and I still have a lot of perks, so I'm just going to move on.
0: I just don't think the world moves as fast as we want it to, like, and we see that a lot kind oh. of with art. It's like, oh, I've done the 6 to 12 months. Like, how come I'm not making all this more money? 6, it's six like, to 12 months. What, what what did you want to make? What, what value? It's like a kid, though. It's like, they go from 2 to 3. They don't mm-hmm. go from 2 to 7. Correct. And we, in our minds, like, I've done this a whole season. Well, you know,
1: it's like we're hearing on our current football coach right now because yeah, know, well, he, it is. He's, he, we won six games, but we lost some others and, and um, you know, but he's been here two years. And so uh, your dad and I actually, in preparation for his radio show last Saturday, and of course I've been thinking about the, some of the speaking engagements I have coming up, we looked up Nick Saban, who is the winningest football coach yeah, at the University of Alabama. He, I mean, he went one 10 ten one season. And then he went five and five. And then, you know, it was year five-ish about before he started really winning. And they went back and they looked at a lot of these famous coaches that you just have, you've got to be willing to put your time in somewhere. Wait. And it's at a different place for different people. Some people come in and they do really good, really fast. And then they're like, they, then they, those people, it's hard to stay. If they've done really good, really fast, and then all of a sudden they hit a lull, they're like, hmm, you know, I'm going to have to work. I'm going to have to do something different. And then there's people like me who just slowly, you know, because right now my my numbers in my organization are super high. We've had lots of great success, but my numbers were under 30 Tanner for six years. What are 30? My unit was at under 30, oh. the size. I mean, it was little oh, for yeah. six years, and we just barely made it. What's that now? A lot. I don't want to get in trouble by legal, oh. a lot. A lot more than that. And, you know, so you just um, you just have to be willing. That was a really long answer to your question. But.
0: Well, here's what I've learned lately is, you know, when you have the options on the table, right? Like, we're obviously, as believers, like, God can call you out of stuff. And you have for to sure. listen to all that. I means seasons change. But when the option is on the table to leave and go do something else, like, we may not realize it. It's exhausting. Like, when you're always looking for the next, next. better relationship or the next better job or the next mm-hmm. better car i mean you can't really truly be where you are and be happy where you are um and a lot of it i think it's ingrained in because of the the scrolling and the stuff it's ingrained in kind of how we think now right um but i mean it, it, it'll never end and I, that's what i see we see a lot in our kind of our hourly team members that work with us it's like it's always, they're always looking for something else and the people that have done the best are the people that have just said i'm working here because I need a job, and I'm 19 years old.
1: Uh-huh. And then you
0: look up in five years, and they're in charge of stuff. Right. And they have the opportunities everybody wants, but they won't put in that time. And here's
1: what happens when you're always looking for something else. You you get do a halfway job at what you're currently doing. Because you think the grass is always greener. That So you don't give 100% because you don't want. You think, well, I'm not going to be here that long anyway. So I'll just, you know, whatever. <laughs> Half-acid, is that what y'all? Is that what you what can't say that. I can't say not that. Not on the Jentha Ever podcast. No, I know. But, you know, that's, that's the thing. I think the value in looking at other options is, if you do a good job of evaluating, you're not from a, a, a Gary Smalley, who was a writer and a preacher back in my day, but he said, you know, you don't don't make tough decisions in the winter of your life. So what we do is we we decide to change something when we're down, when we're you know when mm-hmm. we're when we're frustrated, and so it. I always share with my with my Mary Kay organization. If you're going to walk away from Mary Kay, do it after a huge success. <laughs> you know, not because not because you're just frustrated with today. It is a it's an interesting. And sometimes people quit. Now, in y'all's situation with a job, I always want something better, something better. There's really not anything better. It's just usually you, I, me. I'm the problem. I'm the one that needs to yeah. adjust. But. Um, you know, sometimes I think we we bail because we just aren't willing to do the work that we know it's going to take. And to me... Whether it people, be on like
0: a diet or a workout When people or... are
1: honest with me and say, You know what, Jan? I'm just telling you right now. I, I, I understand 100% what it would take for me to be successful. I don't want to do it. Yeah. And you're like, See you later. I mean, they didn't blame it on their husband or government or God or kids or... You know, they just... I don't want to do it. And I love that when people just own it. You know, and but I will say that I've had several of those call me in the last few months. They've seen that we're retiring. And I will say four of the five that have called me have said, I so regret stepping away. And my question and You said
0: hi. Told you.
1: Yeah. I kind of wanted to, but I didn't. I said, "Why do you say that now?" <laughs> that was your chance. And honestly, two of them said similar to what you just said. I just thought that the grass would be greener, and it wasn't. And I should have stayed with people that believed in me. And see, so that's what the Mary Kay culture brings, and that's what I know you're trying to build in your thing too. Is that we believe in you. You, you've got a place here. Here's what we expect. Here's our, ch- you know, let's go. Let's do this. And, um, you know. When we say, if you'll support the team, one of these days, the team's going to support you, baby. And that's just...
0: That's well, my big, message is, my big message is how long it takes. People don't... We've lost that completely. Oh, it's... We look back on stuff, but it's like... I mean, there's very few success, overnight success, successes. And they generally have something blow up on them. But they're never, you don't have this 42-year career in marriage you can look back on mm-hmm. without going through the storms mm-hmm. and the winters. and the you know. And that kind of leads me to something else we talked about was just that... The grit, too, and the, and the what's the book called?
1: Resilient. Resilient. Mm-hmm.
0: Resilientness, that's the word? Resil- yeah. Let's go with it. Um, but just the ability to believe God will provide.
1: Right. It's tough, man. You
0: know, when mm-hmm. it's dark, yep. when it's you don't see a way out, and it's just like...
1: You know, I think we flippantly say as Christ followers, um, God's timing's perfect. God's timing's perfect. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Truth of the matter is, his timing is perfect.
0: And we want to punch people and, in the face that say that to us when we're in a hard season.
1: But the truth of the matter is, his timing is perfect. And if we trust him on one area, we trust him all the way through the to till the end. And um, you know, when you're when you're waiting for an answer, it doesn't come in. It doesn't come in. It doesn't come. Or you're waiting for a breakthrough. Or you're waiting for. Something to happen, you know, it can be discouraging unless you really remind yourself, I trust Him. And I trust Him. And I know that in the end, this is going to be what's best for me. That's a very, very challenging place, but it's a very peaceful place.
0: Well, you're obviously probably having to do that again. As you yes. enter this next season of your life, are you doing it well?
1: Um, I would say on some days, MWF.
0: Monday was and (laughs) Friday. Yeah,
1: I'm doing good. (laughs) Tuesday, Thursday is robust. Okay. No, you know what I mean by that is, um, and I think this is really pretty normal, but it's it's a roller coaster Mm -hmm. of emotions. And um, but to your point at the very beginning, I do feel like that we miss a lot of the blessings in many areas because we just give up so soon. Mm -hmm. We give up so soon, and I think the reason that people do give up so soon if they're not really evaluating and they're not doing that is somebody that they love poo-poos on their plan. And they're like, well, that must be God's sign to me to get out because, you know, my mother didn't like it or my husband. When truthfully, I feel like if we will really understand and figure out, Tanner, what we value. And I'm speaking more to women here, that but to all of us. Again, we got to stop long enough to figure out what we value. And then what we, because your grandmother, my mother who was the dearest person in the world to me, she never got what I did. Mm-hmm. And any day that I would have called her and said, Mom, I'm not going to do Mary Kay anymore, she would have been, Oh, goody.
0: Yeah.
1: You can go lead a Bible study at church. Now. Which means don't call her. Yeah, which means I know that's how she felt. you know. So I called the people that held me accountable. I called people that said, Well, hang on. A month ago, you said blah, blah, blah. That's what you wanted to do. What happened? What changed? Yeah. You know, um those so that it's just knowing and it's back to one of our other conversations too in a previous podcast, it's just knowing who your mentors can be. And sometimes your mentors don't have to know more than everybody else. They just have to hold to you you know, be willing to say the hard stuff and say, Hey, here we go.
0: Mhm.
1: And so when I one of the times when I did consider quitting really, my and we've talked about her, my mentor, my national sales director, Mickey Ivy, um, you know, I never, ever, ever doubted my mother's love for me. Oh, my gosh, no. Or the fact that she knew Jesus. None of that. But I knew that because she had, didn't understand my business, that she was not the person I could go to when I was down. So when I called Mickey, you know, she listened to me, and I was kind of pitiful, and I'd give all the reasons. And mm-hmm, mm. she goes, well, so, and this is a great question. So what are you going to do if you don't do this? What does your life look like about all this stuff that you love about it? Yeah. I was like, hmm, that's a great question. Okay, thanks, Mickey. I'll talk to you later. I mean, like, it didn't have to be a long hour. Sometimes yeah. it's just a question that just snaps you back into, you know, reality. Because, and I stand on this, and I know I say this a lot, but I believe it. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and he does it 24-7, all day long. Mm-hmm. So if we're not... Counteracting that with other biblical principles and other positive things, then it's easy to go down that road.
0: For sure. Well, a lot of times, those that have good intentions, or that, you know, it's, it's part of what you're talking about is what God is calling you. We talked about the gut instinct, right. I think, on the last one. Right. But it's just that, you know, you're, what He has for you and your giftings, right? You have multiple kids, I have three kids, they could not be different, more different than their giftings. Mm-hmm. Right? If we go to Peter, where He talks about each person has a gift that God's yeah. given them. Right. So we don't see the world the same way. We actually had a meeting today where I thought I responded really well, and the guys I was with did not think I responded really well. So they were kind of disappointed. I was like, well, that was exciting to me. <laughs> so, and it's just a personality mm-hmm. thing that, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm having to learn through and work through. But at the end of the day, it's like you can't take what God's given you in your gifting and hand it to somebody else when it's real young, mm-hmm. especially those that are going to let you out. I mean, you know, especially the big decisions—marriage, kids—like those yeah. are things that we commit. That's a good to point. You and can't, we can't—you
1: can't give that power to somebody when you're still kind of a baby, in the in the process, and mm-hmm. um, you know. And to that point of what happened with you today, and I don't know anything about it, but you know, just because they thought you didn't handle it well doesn't mean you didn't. And you know. Um, and maybe you didn't. You're looking at mean, Maybe Chase. you didn't. Well,
0: Chase was in the room. He was yeah.
1: It. Maybe you didn't, but here's the thing. I feel like... Well, maybe getting, I did. Maybe you did. I mean, I'm your mother. I, th- I think you handled it great, and I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, that's, but that's what moms do. But the, the thing is, it's just being confident in... And I feel like that's something that's kind of happened to me as of late. I've kind of gotten shaky on the things that I was always confident in. But as I go into this unknown, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, I'm going to call it spiritual warfare. Satan's bringing up things that I could have handled differently or I could have handled better, I mean, years ago, or maybe I messed up or let somebody down or I didn't, you know, I wasn't honest, I didn't do what And so, you know, those are not the majority of my work life at all. But isn't it funny how those things keep coming? Because when you keep reminding yourself of what your ultimate goal is at mission or what my ultimate goal is to finish well, those are the things that undermine finishing well. Those are the thoughts you have. And so you have to just be aware of where they're coming from. And, um, you know, that's, that's, I think sometimes we can be willing to apologize when we need to apologize and willing to adjust if we need to. But lots of times, you know, people around us just don't understand the way you responded because it's a, it's the way you're wired. It's the way how you feel like you're called and what you need to do.
0: Well, and we're going to talk more about that. I think you finished well. I think you can go ahead and relax on that one. I think okay, good. You got just, you know. You're like on the end of a <laughs> roller coaster. It's going to go where it's going to go at this point. Right. You just need to sit down and enjoy it. Cause Right. It's going, man. You sit down and look.
1: I can hold my hands up and go, Yeah. If you're,
0: if you're brave enough, you can. Yeah. That's a good Yeah. If you're brave enough, you can take your hands off. Not uh-huh. that it does anything anyway.
1: Uh-huh. That's that's a good thing to think about. If you're brave enough, you can take your hands off.
0: Does God provide you if you're brave enough? Well. That's good. Here's what. We're going to, so we're walking, so Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, we're the week before Christmas, probably when you're listening to this. Yeah. Or 10 days or so before. And then we're going to come back for about five minutes and just kind of talk about what's next, maybe, and what you're doing. Okay. But So we'll see y'all after Christmas before New Year's. Thanks.